Hello and welcome to Minda Dialogue, episode number 168. This interview is with Leon Ho, the founder of Lifehack.org, a site whose purpose is to share beneficial tips for life with over 20 million visitors per month. In this podcast, we discuss Lifehack's business, its community, and get into the weeds about how Lifehack drives its content strategy and traffic. We talk about ad blocking, data analytics, and of course, productivity. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T dot com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes to the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick and enjoy the show. So here I am in Hong Kong, beautiful city, and just uh, it's amazing to be out here with this beautiful weather. And I attended a competition called Seed Stars, and on the panel was uh, someone called Leon Ho. Now, you may not know Leon, but you're about to, and you're going to enjoy the, the journey. Leon is the founder of a site called Lifehack.org, and it's Lifehack.org as opposed to Lifehacker.com, with which you might get confused. But we're going to discover Lifehack.org, which is, believe me, a fascinating space to go on. So, uh, Leon, tell us who you are, how you describe what you do, and what's your mindset? Okay. So, my name is Leon, and uh, I, I am a, a en- software engineer by nature. So, I uh, graduate uh, uh, in the computer science. So, obviously, I uh, have a very uh, driven engineering mindset. So, uh, every problem, I'm a problem solver. So, I tr- tend to finding the uh, greatest and hardest crash, uh, question of all and then try to solve it. All right. So, you live in Hong Kong, you have family here. Uh, you lived in Brisbane. So, what took you to Brisbane? So my family actually immigrated to uh, from Hong Kong to uh, to Australia uh, in uh, 1992. Mm-hmm. So and I studied at high school and universities um, and worked there for six years before I moved back to Hong Kong. I see. So you're you're a surfer in every sense of the word. Well, yeah, yeah. Can you can say that? Yes. All right. So listen, tell us about the the, the beginning of Lifehacker dot uh, org, which was in 2005. Yes. Um, so uh, in 2005, I uh, I actually worked in a company called Wet Hat. It's an open source uh, solution company. So I was an engineer promoted into a manager. So I um, at that point of time, I because uh, the job nature changes. Um, so I, I spent a lot of time I, in, at work. Um, not sure how 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 I, to be very efficient to 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 work to deal with things. So at uh, in 2005, I spent a lot of time reading productivity books, trying to think about how to improve myself, uh, to be more efficient, to be more productive. And I figured out a way uh, from uh, various different books. And, um, and 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 in 2005, um, the the blog uh, sort of box. Blogs uh, uh, world is actually getting uh, getting getting coming more alive. coming alive, more popular. So so and that's the way to sp- uh, to share information, to 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 talk about uh, updates, opinion, right? So uh, I want to share my thoughts about productivity, how to uh, improve myself. I want to help other people as well. So I did, did uh, I, I started a very small blog called Lifehack.org, and then just to share my uh, productivity tips. So amongst the things you read, uh, Leon, what were some of the standout books? So, like, yeah, I don't really call heroes of productivity, but who did you really respect and, and were influential for you? D- definitely, uh, uh, I read a book called Getting Things Done. 
Uh, it's uh, written by uh, David Allen. It's a uh, very. I think he he actually uh, create a framework where you where where uh, his framework is more about getting all the things out of your mind, uh, uh, put it down in the paper in the somewhere, and then try to process it uh, uh, in a timely manner. I think that's probably the 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 probably the greatest framework that I, that, that I have right now uh, for my work, for my personal life. All right, so lifehack.org uh, is a fantastically uh, traffic site. Uh, it's uh, on Alexa, I was reading just now, 1,764th in the world, uh, which is, you know, way, that's really crazy, crazy big. How, what does that look like in terms of numbers of, of traffic? So uh, uh, every month we are attracting uh, 20, over 20 million visitors. Uh, so and 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 and, and across uh, six main uh, topics. So any topics that uh, that are uh, uh, helping people, that are inspiring people, we are we covering on on life hack. So we are uh, pumping uh, out around thirty to forty articles every day, uh, various into different topics. And uh, 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 and we're getting uh, uh, a lot of traffic coming from Facebook, so a lot of our articles are getting viral in Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we have, uh, for for instance, we have an article uh, about ADD disorder. Sure. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of parents are worried about that. That that's right. And um, we we at that uh, for that article alone, we have around two million shares wow. and over ten million page views alone for mm -hmm. that. Particular articles. It is amazing how sometimes there really there are unicorns amongst blog posts. What 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 do you think turned that one into such a beautifully traffic site? But I think that the, the, the differences for for us to uh, like uh, the, the method for us to produce our, uh, our content is we we rely a, a lot uh, into content uh, into data. So we sp uh, we have a data scientist in house. So uh, they they he help actually help us to figure out uh, the, the overall audience behavior. Why readers like to read certain type of posts? Uh, why uh, readers would uh, not even share another post? Mm -hmm. So so the, we use a lot of data to figure out uh, for for actually for for editors to figure out you know what sort of. Uh, uh, article we should write more, and what sort of uh, article we should avoid to to write. So, and and I think the main main uh, learning for for us at the moment is 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 it's not we. Uh, if you look at the overall media industry, is they they, they, they look at uh, trend, they look at uh, topics, right? Trendy topics, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, when we look at it, it's, it's more or less it's, it's not about topic. So obviously, some of the topics, like uh, for us, for our site, introvert would be uh, like a very interesting topic. Many people are trying to search into it. Mm -hmm. Many people try to share it, right? And 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 the thing is, it's interesting, right? Right? Where where you have a lot of in, uh, articles about introvert yeah. across the internet, but how many are actually getting? A lot of traffic, mm. not many, right? Yeah. So, um, so we're trying to figure out that we're trying to figure out if we write about, for example, introvert, uh, what kind of approach? How do we write it? What kind of information we we, we, we put it in mm. uh, to make it more interesting, to make it, make it more engaging, and to actually get people to to share it uh, eventually? So, I've, you have to imagine within the data you're looking at, you're doing some attention to the title. 
that you're looking to the number of images, the types of images you're looking at? Do you do A-B testing? Uh, give us a little bit of an, an insight onto just how far you have to go to make this work. Okay. So our editors uh, do different uh, experiments. So we, we, we consider each article as an as experiment. So we, we, we do a lot of headline, a, a headline uh, testing. So we do uh, like uh, A-B testing between two headlines and figure out which click-through, uh, which headline has more click-through. And we actually do like uh, A-B testing on the content itself. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 have, uh, we have a different version of content and try to figure out which one actually has more page view, actually which one we actually read a read more and which ones share actually more. And when, when you look at that, are we saying, trying to compare 1,000 words to 400 words, uh, one image every 150 words, or one image every 250 words? Are, the, are we going down to these kind of granular level per article? We, we have tests like that. We also have tests on, uh, have, uh, like testing on uh, different sub-headline, uh, testing on uh, 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 different uh, paragraph in different orders, different point in different orders, and we're trying to uh, uh, actually have uh, like a, a bigger test, like uh, having different two different set of angles to talk about the same topic. Wow. So how how often? I mean, you're doing forty to sixty articles. I think you said per day. How many of those are you actually doing A/B testing, for example? Because I mean. Clearly, can't be spending be all your time. <laughs> that's that's right. So so we are probably uh, around ten percent will be doing t A/B testing, but overall we will um, we actually try to uh, try to uh, write article into uh, into uh, like um, into a group of uh, group of poses. So like, so like each as it's a series. So each post uh, try to prove different theories, mm -hmm. different assumptions. And then when we see uh, the, the, the similarities of performance and uh, maybe it performed pretty well on that batch of articles, we can uh, use data to prove that it is a good approach. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we have a, a, a another group of uh, articles, we're trying to uh, make a couple of assumptions and it didn't perform as well as we thought, mm -hmm. then we actually try to review that and see what happened. Why would we try to assume that and, and actually perform badly. All right. Uh, wanted to ask, uh, before I uh, get back to the data, you have these articles. How many people are on staff? What's the model in terms of uh, are, you know, people writing and, and real business model? Okay. So uh, we have uh, 16 people in, uh, in, in our um, a core team, so in-house in, in Hong Kong. And we have uh, around 200 to 300 writers and editors around the group. And what's the business model? I mean, do they get remunerated or not? And what's your business model? So our business model is uh, at the moment advertising. So advertising mainly uh, from banner ads, and but we also uh, are looking into and do uh, working with brands to do native ads right now, mm -hmm. and uh, we see some successes. Of right. And so, what? How does this whole deal with ad blocking come down on you? Um, I've, and I've, uh, you mean the advertising? Yeah. Okay, I, I think uh, it's a uh, it's a quite, it's 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 more or less about volume. So uh, if you can get writing uh, uh, good articles, uh, getting uh, articles out uh, distributed, and people actually comes in more and people read it, and I think it's a uh, it's quite a quite a 
good business to be into. But I, what I was talking about was the blocking of the ads. You know, the people put on their ad blockers oh, and do not want the you know your oh. banners that are your money. So I, I'm going to suspect that that's been an impact. The block, yeah, with block, ad, ad blocking. Ad yeah. Okay. Okay. Definitely, recently, like uh, iOS line, uh, the the, uh, the 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 OS has actually created a content blogger, mm -hmm. which uh, we we we. we before they release it, we, we have some concern about it, right? But right. We, we, we did some measurement. It's not, at the moment, it's not a great impact to our bottom line right at the moment. I know a lot of other people yeah. are worried about it. Yeah, but, uh, but I, we, we see that the, like, uh, uh, like platform like Chrome browser, they already got extension a while ago with uh, App Blogger as, a, as an extension. Right. I think people install, install it. Uh, but it's, it's, I think it's, it's only the uh, percentage of, of, of overall readership that installs this, right? So it's all about um, getting us reaching more people. And of course, we will include a bunch of people with ad bloggers, and that may affect our revenue. But if we're doing our business well, uh, that may not be a big issue because I don't, we don't, I don't believe that 100% of of our way to actually install app blocker. Right, that's for sure. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> so, um, listen, how did you get to such traffic? Was there a tipping point? Some, you know, like, was it you got on television? How did you, how did it, was there a moment that the traffic soared? So, two and a half years ago, we have, uh, we have around 3 million page view. And that moment of time, we, we actually, we, uh, uh, our, my, my company actually worked on different, very different things uh, a couple of years ago. Like we work on mobile for, mobile apps, things like that. And uh, we have decided to focus back to life hack and totally use a different approach. We use data data driven approach. And uh, throughout the two and a half years, we grew eight times. And I think it's a it's a it's an exciting journey. So there wasn't a specific moment. It was just the fact that you apply data scientists. Science, scientism to it, and how many of your team are data scientists? So we have uh, we, we have one data scientist, but a couple of uh, engineers. But I think the most important thing is we have everyone to 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 uh, to try to solve problems, to try to uh, improve things in a in a data driven way. So so, uh, so getting everyone on board with it. That's that's why, like for 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 editors, they 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 they're more looking at data mm -hmm. than writing. Articles, right? Which is such the problem when you look at some of the big classic media that they have the issue of journalists. You know, wait, wait a second. Who are you to tell me what to write? You know, I know what I need to investigate. So, is that a cause a complication for you? I mean, because you have two or three hundred, you're saying writers. Hey, listen, you need to write about ADD for children. That, that's why I think uh, uh, initially when we hasn't developed our whole uh, content production model, I think it's quite hard to getting our writers to, to follow our instructions. Right. But, but, but now our, our, our brand is getting up there and yeah, to be, to be on, on board. And, and I think we develop a good model where our editors trying to give them a, 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 a scope uh, to give them a, some, like a, a wide, wider range of instructions mm -hmm. for them to follow. They're not following exact, right. uh, like oh, you, have to, you have to do point A, point B, point, right. B, point C. We, we give them a, a freedom to, uh, for, to write about, but we gave, we gave them some specific in instructions to, to follow on some certain level, some uh, certain approach, for example. But they're not necessarily guaranteed to be published, I'm going to imagine. Um, yes. So uh, it it's really depends uh, with... So we have a bunch of in-house editors. So they already, based on data, they figure out a way to uh, tackle 
tackle or to write about a particular article. So they 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 write as as a small set of instructions and give it to our writer to 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 finish it. So and of course, if they are not actually couldn't get the to the way that we wanted to 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 uh, to to, uh, to 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 be written, then uh, we we reject it. Right. Sure. So. Um, Leon, you write about productivity. You have six different segments. Why? Which segments are they, and why did you choose these six? So, so um, we, to, to start off, we we, we work on that. Uh, we have session like uh, lifestyle. We have session of uh, communication, productivity, technologies, topics like that. Um, initially, the, we figure out uh, like a, 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 a scope where we could um, we could focusing. Uh, into um, into into topics that could help people or inspire people, but nowadays we are trying to expand into different areas as well. So uh, in uh, the past few months, we are uh, expanding into parenting. I think parenting is a very big topic, huge topic uh, that could potentially help uh, many many people. Uh, whatever they are, they are, they want to get in pregnant. They they are pregnant. Uh, they are already pregnant. They want to get some tips on how to be healthy, or they uh, they have a, they have a son or daughter. They have uh, children. They want to how to raise them. I think it's a it's a huge topic, mm-hmm. and and I think uh, uh, now we we're trying to figure out a a, a way to to how to. Uh, uh, Look into a, a, a distort topic and try to uh, cover as much information as possible. Try to help as uh, much uh, 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 people as possible within those topics. When when you are uh, doing your your selection, thirty, forty, sixty articles a day, uh, you also have you know such a readership that's very global. Uh, you have an enormous readership in the United States, uh, in India, of course, UK. It's all in English, right? What type of adaptations are you doing per market? Because I'm going to guess that parenting in Hong Kong is somewhat different to parenting in London, or to be more exact, maybe America. How are you adapting your articles, and, and to what extent are you having to do that? So we we uh, we look into our demographic of our audience right now. So we have sixty percent coming from uh, U.S. We have around twenty percent coming from U.K., Canada, uh, European countries. So uh, we definitely uh, tailors uh, content around those uh, uh, geographic. So uh, we we steer more towards American and then uh, uh, European countries to ensure they have they they can find suitable content they they need. So it's all based on the the percentage, right? Right. So um, when you, when you said you said a little earlier that you use Facebook or Facebook was a was a tremendous source for that particular article, the ADD one. <laughs> um, what's your social strategy, and how would you describe that? So um, uh, we have uh, two distribution strategies. One is uh, the biggest one is Facebook, and um, and and for Facebook we we have a pretty strong um, uh, fan base. And uh, and also, I think that the critical part is we, uh, we 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 spend a lot of time understanding what kind of content we spread out. So uh, all we need is we when we have a high quality content, we have our distribution channel uh, to distribute to seed. We we call it seed. Seed it out to into Facebook. So pay to play. Mostly, mostly free because we have a strong uh, fan base. So we distribute into our fan base. We distribute into our uh, newsletter, which is a great gateway distribution gateway to our Facebook friends as well. And then, and then when the when the articles is 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 is, is, is potentially could file, uh, when we spread, when we have enough seed 
inside the, the the article, it actually could spread into uh, into 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 various audience. Right, so just so I understand, then you don't publish every you don't republish every article into Facebook onto your community. You selective about the ones which are going to drive into Facebook. Good question. So um, so we have an algorithm. Actually, we, 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 we have like 30, 40 articles per day. So we uh, use our data uh, in the first one day to figure out which one has the higher par uh, potential to be filed on Facebook. And are you doing, let's say, I don't know how many articles you, you will publish on Facebook in a day, but will you identify certain articles that are better for 9 a.m., certain articles are better for 3 a.m., 3 p.m., whatever? Is that how you also do that kind of refined work? That is uh, one of the factors because uh, obviously um, in uh, throughout, the, throughout the day and night time you got fluctuation in, 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 in getting into Facebook, consuming the feed, right? So definitely that is uh, one of the factors. So uh, when we have a time, a time slot where we have more people on, on, online, on Facebook, right. we, uh, we publish uh, like a higher potential uh, article into that time slot. Sure, but are you also crossing with the type of article relative to that time slot? What I'm saying is that, you know, Monday morning you've got the, you know, we want to keep it short because they don't have all the time. Uh, maybe on a on a weekend when you post, obviously longer form. Are you adapting the content for the time and the day you're posting? We uh, we did a, a lot of that type of experiment. But um, we haven't seen a lot of correlation of uh, having different type of different type of posts into different type of types, time slot will do a big differences. But obviously, some time slot is more uh, valuable. It's more valuable than the others. I'm going to guess so. <laughs> um, so, Leon, um, second to last question is going to be. You talk all about this, making life perfect, uh, hacking life, and being super productive. How difficult is it for you to live up to, you know, 40 articles a day and everything you're doing? You know, you represent all these uh, these these ways of life. Um, I, I I I actually pretty uh, see see my time as a most valuable thing uh, in my world. So uh, even in my company, I spend a lot of time uh, do it, uh, try to optimizing our company structure, try to make our uh, like our staff to be more productive. And uh, of course, to, to having to do that, I have to be pretty productive as well. So I think um, I, we, we can pretty live up the, the, the expectation that our readers has. Well, it's, it is. I so right agree with you. Time is our most precious resource. And, and I suppose in businesses, you know, because you, you, what your, your site does, it does talk about all the aspects of life, not just business. But life is short in, in every respect. So beautiful to have you on the show, Leon. Appreciate that. So my last question for you is how is someone going to follow you, track you down? or read some more about Lifehack? You can uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, uh, at Leon Ho. You can also email me, uh, leon at lifehack.org. Um, yeah, and then um, I, uh, I, have a, I have a personal blog, but it's in, uh, at the moment I contri I'm contributing uh, a, 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 China, a, a, a Hong Kong newspaper. Uh, I'm a com uh, columnist, uh, but so I'm. Uh, so that's in China or in Chinese? In Chinese, uh, yeah, unfortunately. Well, for people who speak Chinese, I'll put it in the link, all right? Hey, listen, Leon, thanks for having the show. Yes, uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, that's mindset with a Y, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please do rate it in iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails. 
and enjoy Josh Sachs's Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way to rid me of the gray and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering how does any of this affect me how can i read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio but my life well our goal on the podcast inside the street hosted by wall street analyst seller Shifre partners is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines 
And what better way to dive into these mechanics than hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.